here for all Bros can suck my balls Fuck your reply guys Please don't fuck your reply guys Just listen to reply guys How are you guys doing? How many many, uh, previous reply guys, reply guys Do we have on the show today? Is it, are you all new new to Reply Guys? How many cucks we have in the house? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, this is very exciting. Well, welcome to Reply Guys, the leftist feminist comedy podcast for the rest of us. <laughs> I, 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 you. you know, yeah, leftist feminist comedy podcasting, it's a huge uh, market. It's a huge industry. Yeah, We've uh, really carved out our space. Yeah. Um, Kate and I started this podcast as like, Passive aggressively. Passive aggressively. Towards other podcasts. As we do. (laughs) Yeah. As we do all things. Yeah. Uh, And it was like a fun project, and now it is. It's ruining our lives. Ruining our lives. Uh, we are knee deep in the Democratic primary. We cannot stop tweeting, um, and we won't. Yeah, uh, and but we should. What are um, you guys? Are, are, do you guys have a healthy relationship with the with Twitter? The, with Twitter, and just okay. Wow, yeah. our just, people are here. Yeah. Thank you. It's fucked up, Incredible. man. Do you, do you guys have a healthy relationship with uh, your dads? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a that's, that's gonna, a given that that's a that's no. gonna be a theme tonight. That's a given that that's a no. Yeah, I do have to. I, I you know this is a political podcast. I I do have to warn people that we are uh, pretty in the tank for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, I would say. I would say, yeah. I would say yeah. we are. So uh, uh, and you know obviously. Kate and I do have like the physical appearance of like toxic bros, toxic bros, <laughs> just like we are. Also, like an old-fashioned crime duo. I yeah. think like I'm very tall, you're very small, yeah. and it's like a buddy cop movie. Yeah, it's like the tall one is always the dumb one, so that's good. That's yeah. Uh, it's it's like a buddy cop movie where the the where we're just it's very uh, anti-cop. It's anti-cop <laughs> yeah. buddy cop movie. Reforming it, reforming it from the inside. It's called. Dismantle the carceral state. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our, uh, starring Martin Lawrence. Um, but yeah, uh, Kate, you've been. Kate doesn't log off a lot. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm worried if I log off that Joe Biden will win. Yeah. And I, I, I can't let that kind of thing happen on my watch. I, just, I mean, none of his supporters are on Twitter, which is so uh, frustrating. Cowardly. They need cowardly. to come on there so we can fucking fight them. Uh, Once they learn how to log on, it's all over. Yeah. Uh, they are on, but they're on AIM, especially now that it's closed. Yeah. It's so they're on chat roulette. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Biden voter, you know, I think there was a lot of old people. It's a lot yeah. of the 65 plus crowd. And do you plus. know what? You know who else it is? A lot of Gen X people are voting for Biden. Oh, that's disappointing. Nirvana would be so upset. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the Democratic primary is kind of, uh, it's really having a negative effect on my life right now, especially my, my sexuality. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to have sex until... Super Tuesday, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I've known that about you for a while now. Yeah. When I Alyssa Milano that. tweeted that thing last year about the going on the sex strike, there was part of me that was like, oh, man, this is the most like neoliberal feminism thing I've ever seen. But now I think I'm on a sex strike. Uh, <laughs> it's 
until Bernie Sanders wins. Uh, it's not just... But I, but I, At which I, point you will have a full body orgasm. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's, it's, it's actually fine right now because like I have like pretty gross taste in men and I feel yeah. like there's two people that my passion from Bernie Sanders has prevented me from having sex with. And, it's, and honestly, God bless. It's for uh, the best. For sure. For it's the for best. The, yeah. For the best. I asked Julia today if she would prefer if I had sex with a hardcore Mayor Pete supporter or an irony-poisoned, slightly sexist socialist man. I mean, and she was, it's a Sophie's choice, but it's pretty easy for me. Uh, which, is, I, which is, you would choose... I would choose the irony-poisoned... Which is the category she hates the most. I do. So. That just shows you how committed I am to the movement. But yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Well... Yeah, uh, Kate, Kate and I were talking about, about this because um, about the fact that Kate can't fuck until Super Tuesday, and she just There's one guy I'd make an exception for, <laughs> only because I think if we had sex, it would empower B- Bernie Sanders more. Is it Bernie Sanders? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not Bernie Sanders, but. Uh, but there was a moment where, like, uh, all these, like, uh, liberals online were tweeting about what a deadbeat Bernie was in his youth. They were like, he didn't even have a fucking job until he was 40. And I did start getting really horny. Because before <laughs> I was starting... That's your target demo. Yeah, like, I was supporting him mostly for, like, Medicare for All before then, you know? But then once I found out that, like, he was fucking stealing electricity from his landlord, I was like, this shit turns me on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Kate was just, like, scrolling through her phone before we were here and she just there was a very long pause and she just with zero irony said I love no one (laughs) I love the movement Julia (laughs) that's true yeah um yeah very horny for the movement um as we all are uh, yeah, so anyways, as uh, clearly we are both very unhinged now after constantly just reading the news all the time, uh, very emotionally sick, you guys get it. Um, but I think that, you know, we're going to interact with, with you all tonight, so that's good. We're getting outside. Um, pretty excited about that. We had to log off for the show. <laughs> yeah. You know, Kate and Kate and I almost break up like once a week because um, Julia sort of likes Elizabeth Warren, I, and it is a big deal. It's <laughs> I'm from Massachusetts. It's tough. Okay, I, I you know it's I I I feel the you know I it's. It, no, it Isn't is, my love of Bernie Sanders enough for you? <laughs> no, I was I was thinking about it. I was thinking about that the other day. The other day, I was thinking about you, and I was like, "It is a lot for you as a white woman from Massachusetts." Thank you to turn your back on Elizabeth Warren. Thank you. I probably took everything inside you. Thank you. Yeah. God, I mean, her yeah, her narc energy speaks to me, <laughs> and I think that that cannot be. <laughs> Yeah, we can't undersell that. It's very hard. Everyone was like, Kamala's a cop. Well, babe, so is Liz. And I dig it. Uh, no, I don't. I No, I don't. I, we're going to dismantle the carceral state with our podcast. Um, should we bring our guests on? I think we should. Okay. Um, and thank you guys so much again for being here. This really means a lot. Uh, yeah, thank this you. is very cool. We have such good guests for you guys tonight. Uh, first of all, uh, we have Katie Halper, who is the host of the Katie Halper Show. Uh, and the host of the Useful Idiots podcast, which is awesome. Welcome, Katie. Give it up. Yeah. 
And then we have Mohanad Al-Shiki, who uh, is on the staff of Full Frontal with Samantha B, And he is a hilarious comedian. Give it up for Mohanad. Come <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for, for being with us um, on these stools. Uh, I reacting normally. Um, wow. What sh should we just get? Should we get right to it? Yeah. Let's let's get. We're, All right. We're gonna play. We're gonna play, game, we're gonna play right? a game to start off with. Is that cool with everyone? Okay. Cool. So uh, this game is called uh, Who Said It? Uh oh. Wow. Donald Trump. David Brooks or my dad. <laughs> Am I in the way? And uh, I hope I that you can see. Uh, <laughs> I just, I really, it's important to me that everyone see this picture yeah, of my dad. Back a little bit. Yeah, just because we got to get the full view of Julie's. Uh, I, I asked my mom to send me a bunch of pictures of my dad, which is really weird. Uh, I realize now in retrospect. But when I saw this one, I was like, this is the one. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's start. Uh, who said it? Donald Trump, the New York Times' is David Brooks, who you might remember from uh, Race Science, and <laughs> my dad. Oh, also, just to give you a little background on my dad, um, this is the kind of person that he is. This is uh, his favorite mug. <laughs> um, and I will tell you that that is absolutely a mug that my brother's girlfriend gave to my dad for Christmas. Since this is a podcast, we need to tell the listeners at home that the mug says Julia is a communist. And um, so my brother's girlfriend got that for my dad. Um, and I was like, what made you think to get that? And she was like, I don't know. I've just heard him say it a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, like she had it made. Like socialism isn't big enough that you can go to like a tourist. Oh no, and she 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 right? she had that custom right. made from. I don't know. She works for Facebook. It's a whole thing. I don't like it. Uh, I'm gonna get her a Cambridge Analytica mug. Yeah. Um, okay. Who said it? I'm paid to be a narcissistic blowhard to volley my opinions to appear more confident about them than I really am. Donald Trump, David Brooks. My dad. I feel like, it, yeah. Brooks. Wow, you guys. Yeah. Damn. Brooks, damn, yeah. you guys know you're David Brooks. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. By the way, all of these are easy, so you don't feel good about yourselves. Yeah. Um, I don't know how anyone could ever kill a tiger. If I had it my way, I would go to the savannah and shoot any poacher I saw. Yeah. It's absolutely my dad. Uh, so that is a real text from my dad in which she so says, cute. isn't he beautiful? And I said, who? And then he sent me a picture of a tiger. <laughs> my dad, it cannot be overstated how much my dad loves tigers. I got him a Nat Geo calendar for Christmas this year, and I thought he was going to fucking cry. Um, anyways. Your dad's name is Mel? It sure is. It's a great name. It's funny that he's in your phone as his own yeah. name. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't call him dad. I call him Mel. Oh, really? I call him Mel, Melville, Melly. Yeah. Well, I call no my wonder he calls name. you a communist. You yeah. <laughs> I no. I just I do that just because I don't respect him. Um, <laughs> I talk to him every day. I have no respect for him whatsoever. Um, okay. This is about Elon Musk. He's also doing the rockets. He likes the rockets, and he does good at rockets, too, by the way. We have to protect our geniuses. 
We have to protect all these people that came up with the light bulb and the wheel. Um, yeah. That's such poetry. Stupid enough where it could be my dad, but it is Donald Trump, uh, for sure. We have to protect our geniuses. So good. I mean, we definitely need to protect the person who came up with the wheel. <laughs> protect them at all costs. Protect yeah. and keep them. Okay. Um... Elizabeth Warren, or as I like to call her, Pocahontas, will fail spectacularly against a Republican incumbent. Your dad. <laughs> Absolutely right. Uh, this was a trick question. Everyone thinks that it would be Donald Trump, but this was actually my dad in 2012. Uh, prescient. He's prescient. Yeah, my dad uh, got Pocahontas. Donald Trump got Pocahontas from my dad, I think. Um, he's not a good person, uh, my dad. That's why I'm dragging him on this podcast. You guys should really listen. I have multiple episodes dedicated to we him. We canceled our dads once. Absolutely. My dad supports Joe Biden, and we canceled him. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. My dad's a Governor Bill Weld stan. Uh, so I've got a lot of ground to cover. Um, all right. Recently, oh, I took a great. friend with only a high school degree to lunch. Insensitively, I led her into a gourmet sandwich shop. You all know where this is going. Let me finish. Suddenly, I saw her face freeze up as she was confronted with sandwiches named Padrino and Pomodoro and ingredients like Soprasada, Capicolo, and a... Are you Italian, sir? Our first reply guy. Uh, I quickly asked her if she wanted to go somewhere else, and she anxiously nodded yes, and we ate Mexican. You're all right. It's David Brooks. Obviously, he's the stupid. He's the dumbest man alive. Do you know how much money he makes? He has a job at the New York Times. Do you know what I was? I was tweeting today about how I wouldn't have sex with this one guy. David Brooks? No, just just a random guy, just because I'm on my sex fast, right? And then I felt embarrassed that I tweeted it. But it's got to be nothing compared to the way that David Brooks must have felt realizing that his friend could read this. <laughs> it may have been an imaginary friend, though. Yeah, yeah that might be true. I don't know. So Otherwise, so passive-aggressive, yeah. really. <laughs> okay. Natasha Bedingfield is a very good songwriter. Just listen to Unwritten. Very nice song. Serious talent. Trump. It's absolutely my dad. Really? Uh, and I have the receipts. Uh, Serious talent. The text message. Uh, I don't know. And by the way, this was about a month ago. Unwritten came out 15 years ago, I think. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. He's retired, and I'm worried, uh, is what I'm saying. He doesn't do anything. His brain is turning into mush. Um, oh, don't feel bad for him. He's a, he's a boomer. I don't know. He is. Um, okay. Some of the most dishonest people in the media are the so-called fact-checkers. <laughs> It could be my dad, Trump. but it's not. It's Donald Trump. Unfortunately, he's or right me. about or that, Katie though. Helper, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Katie, <laughs> Katie Helper, yeah. Katie Helper holds the same view. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is Donald Trump. Um, okay. Here is our next game. There's been an epidemic the world over, and I have found uh, through what I can only describe as a Homeland-style shed in my basement uh, that... Some of the world's worst men are white and five foot seven. 
And so I want to make my case. Uh, I, I don't know if there are any white five foot seven men in the audience, but this, uh, if, if that is you, I'm sorry. You know, um, but I have to say, though, I love a short king. I really do. love a short king. I feel like, I feel like they're, okay. Maybe we I have, just, look, maybe we have a, what is going on with this height? There is something, hear me out. You'll see. But just let feel me, free to comment on the people who. Let me couch this first because we don't want to be problematic. I, I feel like only I feel like only three percent of short kings become fascists, and the rest of them mostly become very good in bed. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm part of the anti woke left, so I'm fine with being problematic about this only. Um, <laughs> okay, first up, Jeff Bezos, five foot oh, wow. seven. I didn't know. He kind of presents as... Uh, I thought he was taller than me. Yeah. yeah. No, because he's like uh, evil. <laughs> yeah. Are you five foot seven? No. I'm, I, I'm, yeah, six foot. I, oh. actually, I yeah. asked him that before. I was yeah, like, I was please, like, God. I was like, why be. is she asking me? <laughs> hey, also, are you do five I seven? look like I'm five seven? I'm five six. Almost there. Yeah. Yeah, How tall are you? Under. I'm five foot two. Okay. Actually, I'm, well, I went to the doctor recently and they said I was five foot one. Fact checkers and doctors, very yeah. big liars. I know. Both of them. I'm uh, 5'11", and that's fine. Okay? Thanks. Next. Mark Zuckerberg, 5'7". Yeah. See? Aren't you on my side now, you jackals? Okay. Ben Shapiro, 5'7". He can't be that... I don't, I don't believe he's that tall. He's definitely not that tall. Consummate reply guy of the week. If you've ever listened to the show, Ben Shapiro, constantly our reply guy of the week. Have you ever thought about the fact that uh, facts are not feelings? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's an excellent point, Kate. Yeah. Nevertheless... Joe Rogan, five foot seven. I'm Joe, sorry. We, we wanted this we to love, be... I love that Joe endorsed Bernie. I endorse. Okay. Okay, it, but I mean, everything else I do not endorse. Uh, so that's all I'll say. But we wanted to keep this relevant to the discourse. Sorry. Um, and also, it. he is five foot. This, uh, have you heard his opinions on literally anything else? Okay, that's all I'm saying. Lindsey Graham, five seven. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how I feel about the fact that you're turning our whole audience to like hating short men. I love it. I personally think it's great because everyone's seeing that I'm right. Um, thank also, you. Also, what's short though? We didn't, haven't defined no, short. I don't know. I don't think that it's just the fact that they're short. I think it's the fact that they all seem to be five foot seven. Right. Yeah. What is going on? My with dad's this? five seven. I mean, he supports Joe Biden. Yeah. There we go. All right. Moving on. I'm just saying we could avoid the problematic stuff if we push back on equating five foot seven with short. Yeah. No. I'm saying we don't no. Have, yeah. Five foot seven is a Maybe medium it's not height. Short. Yeah. It's a medium king. It's a me- Nevertheless, <laughs> Vladimir Putin, five foot seven. Not on a horse. And the last one, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry to anyone, I'm sorry about this, but the last one is really uh, Benito Mussolini, uh, <laughs> five foot seven. Are Italians white? We'll never know. <laughs> Kate's Italian. Yeah. I think uh, this is a problematic. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a joke. (laughs) I know that I look like I wouldn't say that as a joke, but here we are. Um, I don't like Italian jokes, but at the same time, I did remove a lot of facial hair before (laughs) I came here. So I feel like Italians are the only ones. Italians and the Irish. Yeah. 
Yeah. They're the only ones that you can you can dunk totally. on with impunity. And Germans, if you're oh, especially for if you're sure. Germans, well, yeah, yeah. For absolutely. Sure. What have Germans ever done to deserve that? I can't think of anything <laughs> yeah, off the no top idea. of the dome. <laughs> okay. Um so I think I've made my case and I'm correct, um, that five foot seven men must be stopped who are white. Um <laughs> addendum. Uh or Italian. <laughs> Italians are white. Now. Now. <laughs> Irish? Still undecided. Um, okay. So. Um, oh, okay. Our two guests, deeply problematic in so many ways um, that we will expose now. Um, but I want, I want to have uh, each of them um, answer for what I consider to be just some some really questionable things that they've said in the past. Oh, wow. Did you find my tweets about Italians? Is that um, yeah. no. Or Germans? Mahana, you, you you're first. Um, will you please uh, read this tweet for me? <laughs> uh, I know we're not supp- supposed to say this because of political correctness, and I try to keep an open mind, but I don't think the city of Delaware exists. <laughs> And I've never met anyone from there. I'm sorry if this offends you, but I'm t- tired of pretending that it's a state. Wow. Over a thousand likes. That's Yo, that's crazy. fucked yeah. up. You were speaking to something. You would be surprised how many people were, like, so upset. <laughs> Someone posted a map of the states with Delaware on it. They were like, it's right there. And I was like, I don't believe it. Like, this is not the map. I never met a Delaware truther before. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, like, I really, like, hold this belief, like... Just like, it's right there. Like, it's Bernie Sanders. That's who I want to win. And then it's Delaware. It doesn't exist. I mean, Joe Biden is from Delaware. Have we seen him? <laughs> Honestly, who's to say? He, yeah, he sounds like he's not a real person. So God I'm bless just saying. Him. Yeah. <laughs> God bless him. And, uh, and, okay, so I think that uh, we've concluded Delaware, who's to say? Is it a place? We don't know. Uh, Katie, yours is not a tweet, but it is a, a picture that I really would like you to answer oh, for. Um, this is Katie. Oh, no. This is, for the listeners, this is... <laughs> Come on! This is Katie and her co-host uh, interviewing Andrew Yang. That is not the issue. The issue is that she is wearing a hat that says math. And uh, Kate and I here on Reply Guys are explicitly anti-math. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I, I was not as good at I don't, it. As I it don't believe it. Well, you know what stands for, right? Make America think hard again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't make, I'm not Yang. I'm not, I mean, he's, he's very nice, but yeah, I didn't think of it. But Is I he? Just, he's very nice. I and he's taller than you think, too. No, I did know that because I did Google his height immediately yeah. to see if... He, <laughs> I actually, I had to threaten circumcision... Uh, of anonymous thing, pe- babies, because he's like a, a he's a attack. What is it called? Like the intactical. He's it's like, a movement. It's like the, the center. One of the center issues. The first things that he released is that he is very anti circumcision. Yeah. He, he just wants have people to have an open mind about it, which yeah. I respect. But I get what it. happened was that he's a big fan of Matt Taibbi's, my co-host, and we want to have him on the show, and he didn't come on the show, so I had to be like, look. Yang Gang, why haven't you gotten your guy on the show? And they didn't bring him on the show, and I didn't hear anything from the staff. And then I had to, like, talk about circumcision. <laughs> and that's when things started moving. <laughs> that's true. You can hear the episode. I'm not just wow. saying, yeah. But yeah. No, I, I have a question for yeah. you. How long do you think that Yang will stay in? Is he in this to the end? 
I think he's definitely into Leanne. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, don't really have any good insight onto that. I just, I just like the guy. Uh, he's pulling. I, so I, I'm not a fan. Yeah. I just feel like all my former Bernie Bro friends have joined the Yang Gang, and they. Oh. Yeah. No, no, that's unacceptable. Yeah. They have to be canceled. But it is fun watching like CNN pundits who can't stand Bernie act like they like Yang. Like they're so full of hatred and contempt for Sanders that they'll just like pick anyone who says anything remotely adjacent to him. And they're like, this whole UBI thing sounds socialisty. I like Yang. I'm with Yang. I'm talking about Dana Bash anyway. Yeah. yeah. I will say, and I don't want to uh, get myself canceled, but this is the hill that I will die on forever, is that um, if you go to Andrew Yang's website... His UBI is libertarian UBI. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it is because it's not accompanied it's, by a lot of other. I also say other... that his fans terrify me. They're the ones who are the most consistently flooding my mentions. Seriously, like I would just say yeah, like like Andrew Yang, and so many blue hats would I, pop up. I know. I've had to. Yeah. I've had to like do the asterisks and his. Yeah, name. and everyone like you don't want a thousand dollar, you fucking idiot. <laughs> the Yang, the, the Yang Gang is what people think that Bernie Bros are. It's I like see, all male, no, but with worse politics. Yeah. Yeah, and none of them are like old enough to vote, so I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I just, there's gonna be like a like this whole thing of like just teens like sneaking into the polls, or like with each like each other on a trench coat, you know. <laughs> 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 just, just on election day, the entire Yang gang turns out to be like eight years old. <laughs> like, this is toxic, but it's adorable. <laughs> he's he's a nice guy. He has some really good critiques, but yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, and, every now and again, yeah, his, his solutions aren't where they're. Yeah, yeah they're not. Uh, I don't know. I, I just get it. I just get annoyed because I think that his uh, people who really believe in what he's selling are have been fooled by him, and they would probably support Bernie if they knew the truth. Anyways, uh, this is very sad. Uh, <laughs> I thought I, there's a picture of me with Sean Hannity. That's what I thought you were gonna. Oh, show okay. Now. I get ironic Never photos heard with, like, right-wingers, and people think that it's evidence oh, that I yeah. actually am, like, a right-winger right myself, which is funny. I got Breitbart, R.I.P., Sean Hannity. <laughs> oh, is um, Breitbart not a thing anymore? He died. Oh, oh, oh Andrew oh, Breitbart. The man. Oh, Breitbart. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. To me, he's the man. To you, oh. he's just a mere brand. But yeah. <laughs> when, you've, when you've met him, it's different. Uh, he was really drunk off his ass. And um, that checks Herman out. Cain. Damn. Yeah. Herman. Oh, Giuliani. I was wearing an Obama, a vote for Obama, Barack Obama hat, camo, because I was doing a real mind fuck on people. <laughs> I was trying to get like the Hunter vote for Obama. This was in 2008. And uh, I ran into Giuliani, so I got my photo taken with him too, wearing my Obama hat. Oh my uh, God. No. I just, there's so much to unpack. Yeah, I know. There. Sorry, I threw a lot at you, at everyone here. Sorry. It, um, okay. Where. Wow. The, the only person I met, I haven't taken a picture with, was John McCain. Oh, how Did was you that? really? Yeah, it was like, okay, before I moved here, like I, I, I lived in Libya and he was there uh, visiting and I had no idea who he was. Uh, I met him at a hospital. He was just walking around like, hey, old man, what's up? Damn. Uh, yeah, yeah, you guys know John McCain? He's dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I met Newt Gingrich once. Wow. Yeah. Just... <laughs> I mean, I want to editorialize for one second. How do we allow someone with that, that name to exist? Here's, <laughs> the, here's the thing. I met Newt Gingrich, no and, you know, I mean, his policy, I think I saw him because I was studying abroad in Ireland, and he was giving a, a speech at the university that I was studying at. And he came and he gave a talk basically on why 
we should have the Iraq war and also why, uh, no, it was already going on. The Iraq war was already going on, but it was like why it was good. Both of and, them? Yeah. And, um, and then he was also talking about why gay people should never get married. And he was a completely odious person. And then I met him after because I like wanted to tell him that he sucked. And this was fucked up because there was like this, uh, really intense, like charisma, he, and he had great skin. And I was like, how can someone this gross and terrible be charismatic? I had that with Giuliani. Yeah. And I'm, that, now, thank you for giving me the strength and courage to say this because I didn't want to before. <laughs> but the truth is, there is. Like, he's repulsive and he's not attractive. Like, there's nothing sexy about him. But when I, when I met him in real life, I felt this charisma that doesn't get communicated on screen. Yeah. So then you're with him. You're like, oh, you're not quite as repulsive as you should be based on what you think and what you yeah. say. Can I just say that there are so many just absolute war criminals who have amazing skin? Uh, Marco Rubio glistens. It's like, very, yeah, he does what? have very well, yeah, voice. You, yeah. you never worry about anything. Oh, right. my God. Yeah, yeah that's true. They just true. Like, sleep like babies. Yeah. yeah, if even doing war doesn't stress you out, then. Oh, my God. Exactly. What will? Yeah. Henry Kissinger, gorgeous. Nah, I was going to say, except he's the exception to the, he's the, exception <laughs> no, to the he's rule. Very, for those of you who haven't seen him, he's very ugly. Uh, All right. No. And he's always been, to be fair, I want to make an anti-ageist statement. He's always been ugly. Yeah, so, no. Like, yeah. No, he, yeah, it's not like, it's not like he was like, like hot like he, yeah, exactly, when he yeah. was 20 and now he just looks like yeah. garbage. In it's fact, like, he's almost aged well considering yeah. how ugly he was <laughs> from a young age. He's like, it hasn't dipped the way yeah. most people dip. It's like it's like a a wine that started out gross, and yeah. now it's just like, well, it has some character. Yeah. Um, all right. It almost makes you think the wine's good, but then you remember it's actually but rotten. It's but bad. it's just yeah, relative to other yeah. <laughs> is anyone groaning at, at insulting uh, is, is Kissinger's no. family here? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he does sound like the guy from Office Space who's like I, my stapler. I, 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 <laughs> Yeah, he seems. Anyways, um, sorry. I, I feel like some of you didn't know that you were coming to the Comedy Central roast of Henry Kissinger. <laughs> um, okay, Mahanid, uh, I do. We, we want to ask you a few a few questions. Katie, you're free. You're free to jump in as well. But um, for your particular purview, um, what do you feel like the? Oh wait, were we going to ask about the person to cancel? First? Oh, do you want to do that first? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So the question there is. Um, all four of us are, uh, as we said, online way too much. Uh, yeah. So the question for both of you is that if you could ban one person and one topic from Twitter or social media forever, who and what would it be? Uh, for account, I would. There's a there's an account called the Horse Whisperer. Oh, horsey. I just he, learned about this yeah. like today. We had a big fight about the horse whisperer today. I didn't know. I came didn't know. It is What's the fight about? The worst I, person. I said, he, I, I wanted Julia to understand how bad the horse whisperer was. And she, I didn't she had never heard of him. And I thought I you were like, going to be like, he's, kind he's of, so bad. I thought you were going to be like, he's kind of charismatic and has amazing <laughs> skin. Yeah. No, the horse whisperer is the reason why a lot of people like liberals are not funny. Okay, yeah. ex wait, explain, yeah, yeah. explain who the horse whisperer is because I did not know until an hour ago. It's just like, like it's, I mean, and it's spelled H O A R S E, right? Exactly, That's yeah. just so you know. And okay. I have no idea what his name, like their real name is, but it's just. Anyone who does that is a coward if you hide Exactly. It's just like a, a picture of a horse with like 200,000 followers. And a Patreon. And, ex yeah. And, and a of, Patreon. And He's a pharmaceutical executive. Yeah, he oh. is. Yeah, he's a yeah. See, I didn't know that either. Oh, yeah. Super into Hillary. Like, 
like too much. Like anything she does, she's perfect. She's amazing. And he uh, hates Bernie. So much, anything. yeah. And he blocked me like a few days ago because he tweeted something about Bernie and I quote tweeted and I was like, can we put this horse down? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which you'd never say about a real horse, ironically. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And he was like, the Bernie bros come again. And everyone in the replies, I'm like, of course a white man would say that. And I was like, I about think you look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, Chris. Uh, <laughs> Do we have his? Does anyone know his name? Because he's been, he has been found, and I would love if we could get his photo. It'd be amazing. But he's a white, very white, like his. He kind of looks like his expression is like. And he's a farm. He is. He works for like pharmaceuticals, evil companies. He's he's a straight white dude who like constantly who hides behind to a be, horse, Avi. I know that's weird identity if, politics. I'm yeah. realizing like that's something we haven't seen before. Trying to get the horse vote. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> But he just to, to give some pe- to give people some context, like he called Brianna Joy Gray, who's now Bernie Sanders' press secretary, who's an African American woman. He called her white adjacent bro fodder. Uh, yeah, and but here's the thing about him, like so he did that. He's that type. He also <laughs> wrote about like a woman war some like really weird date rapey thing that he's he went he talked about. I think he's since deleted it. But um, like a woman being warm to the t- something weird. I should probably check it, but. Whatever. It's true. Oh. Someone can look it up, especially if you're an investigative reporter in the audience. And- this is one of my favorite things, white adjacent. What a way to just dismiss also, someone. Yeah. I know. It's like really inconvenient that you're not white, so I'm going to call you white adjacent. <laughs> yeah. You're sometimes next to white people, yeah. and that I have a photo. I have a photo of you yeah. standing I mean, right now, person. you're white adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're like, and he's like, no, I am better, because I am white, not white adjacent. Make me way better. Yeah. Um, but Brian Williams, I just want to give people a sense of how these people do have outsized power. Um, Brian Williams, who's like the – he's not the worst person on MSNBC, but he's the dumbest person on MSNBC. I mean, the guy is just like – it almost breaks my heart. I almost find it endearing how stupid he is. I didn't even know that he was back on TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had like a two-week timeout for lying about being on a helicopter. And I knew that. Court. So he um, – he, he thought it would be a good idea. I don't know if you guys remember. There was a trend. There was a hashtag like, why I like Bernie or I'm with Bernie, something pro-Bernie. And Brian Williams thought it would be a good idea to take, you know, the, the space he has on MSNBC and read a, a why I like Bernie hashtag tweet from Horse Whisperer. Yeah. But the tweet was anti-Bernie. It was anti-Bernie. But just like as an example of, you know, the Bernie Bernie narrative is very embedded out there and it existed before Bernie even ran and they tried Obama boys when Obama was running. We can get into that later. But it's just amazing because the actual like toxic, abusive people online who are anti-Bernie and go after like a black female Bernie supporter, for instance, they are embraced into like liberal media like CNN and MSNBC. I think we can all agree that everyone should... Uh, leave Twitter en masse and uh, we should or, or, go into the woods. Or uh, the horse whisperer has uh, yet another tweet that said that, uh, that named uh, the boat, which stands for Bernie's online abuse team. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So we either need to log off or join the boat. Oh, I like that. I've never heard of the boat. We're getting yeah. on the boat, everybody. Oh, um, so, okay. Ban- any topic from social media that you would. Uh, you'd ban forever. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a. To- I, I feel like if there's a topic, it, it doesn't have to do with politics. I'm just yeah. Trying, no. No. Yeah. It doesn't have to. Oh. I would ban all discussion. I'm gonna get so many boos right now. Uh, I would ban all discussion of the Marvel movies. <laughs> you know what? I do. I do agree with that. Yeah. Sorry, fucking nerds. Uh, 
I mean, I mean, I know this is broad, like a lot, a lot of people talking about, but like maybe like every discussion about like political correctness ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would just cancel that. I don't like. Cancel I know. Cancel culture. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Cancel culture. Cancel top. Like people talking about political correctness. Well, guess what? Yeah, we invited you on this podcast to cancel you. Yeah. So yeah. too bad. I wish to be canceled <laughs> because to be canceled means that you are the most person talked about ever, and yeah. you get. A Netflix right. special, it's amazing. Yeah, that's what not, I inspire. That's not, for. A, not a description of you, Kate. Yeah, yeah, I, have I, I haven't special. been canceled yet, but I, I've come close to it. Yeah. I you know, Katie. Yeah. Um. Okay. So for the theme, I would cancel maybe sports because I can't follow it. <laughs> yeah. Or I don't follow it. All, every, sp- all sports. All sports. Every Woo. time, except for like history. It's like sports history. Like I like um. You Le- know, leatherheads. Um. um Muhammad, uh, Muhammad Ali. Ali. Okay, yeah. I wasn't trying to be funny. I just like got so much pressure. I'm like, his name is Muhammad Ali, right? Yeah. Um, Paul Robeson, big fan of Paul Robeson. But what happens is whenever there's like a, a last name that's that's a, hash, a hashtag that's trending on Twitter, that's like a Spanish last name. I think it's like a revolutionary fighter. <laughs> and it's a baseball player, and I got like really excited, and then it's not. So wow. yeah. Who's so for that very important reason, we should cancel sports. One of the disappointments of our time. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the person? I don't want to give him any more attention because he doesn't have as many followers as, as Horse. I mean, this whole genre of pseudo-feminists that would be good to cancel because they really harm feminism. Um, but uh, the genre who like projects their entire personal life and experience into the race between Bernie Sanders and anyone else... But that's not a person, and that would take forever. So <laughs> maybe Tom Watson, which I kind of don't want to say because I don't want to elevate his name, but he's just the most cloying. Like, he gives me the willies just when I read his tweets. And who is he? He co-founded Hillary Men. With, um, with, he, with Peter Dow. Dow major with woke king Peter Dow. No, woke we love, king Peter Dow. We we'll love WKPD. I right woke king Peter Dow. I'm a big Peter Dow stan. His his he, art. He came incredible. to Jesus. He is a very good keyboardist. <laughs> he, oh no, he was in a band called the Dow. Yeah, the no, Dow. I did yeah. know that. Yeah, uh, no, he's... he and his wife Layla Dow are actually very cool. They yeah. come to the to the to the good side. And Tom Watson is just one of these guys who's, like, so passive-aggressive. He's always like, yikes! Like, <laughs> Bernie does something. It's like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, like, endorses someone who's a straight white man. He's like, yikes! <laughs> Meanwhile, he endorsed, like, Cuomo over Cynthia Nixon, just for an example. And he tweeted once that, like, Bernie Sanders, like, the only thing missing from Bernie Sanders' supporters is, like, are armbands. Oh, good. That's yeah. so fucked Because he's really prog- progressive and, yeah. and a good male ally. He's woke. Yeah, he's really woke. Yeah. I love allies. But we have to make him famous so I can, like, spend some real estate, like, maybe on the sh- my shows or, like, write an article about him and not seem like a weird, obsessive person. <laughs> it's, yeah, I hate that fake, John. I, I hate the, like, the fake feminism oh, thing. Oh, my God. That would be... So bad. The, I, I think if I could cancel uh, a topic right now, it would be fake feminism. That's really getting to me. Yeah, girl boss, girl boss not, feminism. Not even that, but, like, fucking people, not even girl boss feminism, but people just trying to use like the idea of feminism to their own nefarious ends. Right. Like Neera Tandon is a huge person yeah. who does this. But anyone who uses believe women to just, to talk about something that's unrelated to, to, to sexual assault, yeah. canceled. Yeah. Canceled. Yeah. Now. 
Uh, Nera and don't believe that canceled. woman, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't know. We, I believe everything Hillary yeah, says. Yeah, and even, <laughs> even yesterday, like with this Joe Rogan thing, everyone was tweeting about, you know, how this was problematic. And it's like, I just, you know, I mean, sure, it is. But I don't want to hear about what's problematic from people who uh, helped start the Iraq right. war. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's a you good don't rule need to talk time. about yeah. problematic after that. Exactly, yeah. I'd rather be endorsed by the New York Times who once endorsed the Iraq war. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's really, uh, yeah. Or, like, did, were these people upset when Hillary Clinton humble bragged that Henry, it is a Henry Kissinger roast, apparently, but when Henry yeah. Kissinger <laughs> praised her? I don't think they were upset. If you are one of those people, then I admire you. I think you're, and, and I will not give you any crap because you're a principled person. But I think most of the people who are upset about the Roman yeah. thing were not upset about the yeah. Kissinger thing. Uh, yeah. Joe Rogan is bad, but so are. And so is the horse. So is the horse. Oh, the horse and is like so the is the New York Times. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's ask you guys. Let's uh, let's jump into some other questions that are a little bit less online for the for the friends that for uh, the folks who have for real the folks lives. who have a healthy relationship with the internet <laughs> and probably um, their families. Yeah, the people who can. All right. Um, so uh, okay, uh, let's see. This question is for Katie. Yes. Um, what major media outlet besides Fox News consistently has the worst takes? I I have a feeling what you're gonna say. Well, I don't know. Is um, this, you think it's MSNBC worse than CNN? Kind of, because like they're supposed to be smart and less basic. Yeah, I am. No, I'm gonna say it. I'm more disappointed when a Rhodes Scholar who I used to really respect, like Rachel Maddow, talks about how Putin's gonna like freeze Vermont. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I do think it's worse because CNN, they're obviously like, I don't know who we're supposed to respect on CNN. No one, right? Like, they're not Anthony, major yeah, Anthony, Bourd Anthony Bourdain died, so. Yeah. But they're not. They're not supposed to be these, I mean, Wolf Blitzer, he cracks me up because the way he always sounds like he's yelling and no one can hear him. But um, <laughs> no, I would say MSNBC just because CNN is so basic. Yeah. So there's no expectation of real nuance. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. We're yeah. we're just we're disappointed in MSNBC. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So what is the? Uh, but I do like that Joanne Reed had on a body um, language specialist. The so body language want, expert. Amazing. If anyone did miss that, that those. really happened. That really happened. A body language expert. I wonder it what was, the training is to be a body language expert. I think there's no training. Right. I think you yeah. just have to be anti-Semitic. Oh, yeah. I think that's yeah. <laughs> If you've dabbled in anti-Semitism, you're a body language. If, you, if you've dabbled in anti-Semitism, then you can just identify when someone seems a little shifty for yeah. no reason. Well, you can say that they turtle. <laughs> this woman described Bernie Sanders as turtling, and Joanne Reed was like, "He is little. It's a little weirdy." She loves putting we e like Kremliny. She said something was Kremliny. Bernie Sanders weirdy. Anyway, that is very funny. We uh yeah, I make it a point not to uh, engage in body language analysis. Yes. <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> Anymore. That was my former I life. I've left my body language analysis In the past, me. yeah. All right. So uh, what do you think is the worst take of this election cycle? Or the, like, the stupidest moment thus far? I know. It's oh, this is for me still? Yeah. Either one um, of you. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think because there are so There's many There's been so takes. many. Yeah. Worst take. Worst take of the election cycle. Like, I don't know. Like, one is, like, Pete can be a good president. That's a bad take. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. I I'll say I think the dumbest moment was definitely when people actually like listened to Jacob Wall when he said that uh, Elizabeth Warren oh, yeah. had an that affair a with a 24 year old Marine. I was so bummed that that wasn't true. I know he thought that that would hurt her. It's like 
It's yeah. just showing like Elizabeth Warren fucks and loves the troops. Uh, I, I actually think like I you know I I'm a I'm a very intense Bernie bro, but I feel like if that were true, I would be conflicted about yeah, my vote. Because yeah. there is part of me that would just have so much respect for it, you know. <laughs> the worst. I don't think. Take. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, there are so many. I, I'll stand by my Pete thing because I really dislike Pete. With Jeff yeah. so much. We hate Pete. You yeah, you he, get you get a lot of abuse from his uh, from his supporters. Oh online. my god! Yeah, yeah, it is so funny. It's just, do you, do you and, tweet and, about Pete? Yeah, all the time. Uh, but Pete tweet. What is so funny about it is like his base has like the weakest comebacks ever. Like every time they like they try to make fun of me, I'm like I kind of feel sad because you think this is a good comeback, <laughs> which makes sense that you support Pete because he's yeah. the same. Uh, so is and Amy Klobuchar is like that yeah. too. Um, none of her supporters are online either. Um, They're dodging uh, flying staplers. So <laughs> Dave Dave Weigel had a funny tweet about that that he's met. He went to a uh, a Klobuchar event today in Iowa and met three people and all of them were named Jan. <laughs> that makes sense. So that gives you a, an idea of Amy Klobuchar supporters. But I feel like Amy Klobuchar has one to three jokes per event. And none of them are meant to be enjoyed. They are all punishments. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, we know two Amy Klobuchar supporters. I can't, I'm no, not going to say their don't. names on their podcast, oh but God. we know two comedians that are supporting Amy Klobuchar. I, you don't dox I, them. I, don't dox. I'm not I'm, going to. I'm not I'm, going to. I'm going to dox them. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you after. But yeah. I, no, I see for me, I feel like that would maybe, it's not the worst take, but that would be, I think, one of the silliest ones is like how how funny it is that the media keeps trying to make Amy Klobuchar happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like she and Pete are electable. Well, I mean with Pete at least he kinda like got some support at some point. So you can kind of see yeah. why they would but think they that were it would talking work. about it before it was there. That was, oh, yeah. was really weird. Yeah. yeah, but at this point it's like I don't know what they Yeah, I don't know. I am very afraid of Amy Klobuchar. So She's mean. She's mean. And I mean she certainly could <laughs> Uh, scare me into doing something. I right. think uh, she she killed a duck. Yeah. Oh, I did. But know that, that was accidental. She was playing golf. But then she has thrown staplers at her employees. Yeah. yeah. And binders. And she ate a salad with a comb. A salad with the comb of one of her staffers. Oh, it was one of her staffers. Yeah. Well, that's inappropriate. That's so gnarly. In her own no, no, no. Comb, oh. no, no, no. Here's the story. Okay. Yeah. Tell us. Uh, for those uninitiated, um, one of Amy Klobuchar's staffers lost her fork. And as a punishment, she said, give me your comb, and then ate her salad with the staffer's comb, Ugh. and then made the staffer wash the comb thereafter. That's I so disgusting. I had no idea. Girl boss. Wait, yeah, yeah. Own bossy. Hashtag own boss. She bossy. sucks, man. But wait. Hashtag lean in. I, exactly. But I, <laughs> I didn't realize that. Like, yeah. I thought I thought it was badass that she ate her. I thought she just, like, it was no. a consensual... Own salad, own. No, I thought it was like her salad, her comb, her idea. She was in a pinch. I kind of liked it. Yeah. But I didn't realize it was like no. It was like a a hate crime. Type yeah. Of thing. <laughs> no, that's really that's really sick I, and abusive. I, I just think that like 
if it were allowed for senators to put their staff on leashes, she would. Oh, <laughs> and if you criticized her for it, you'd be yeah. Sexist. And I think yeah. well, that was like kind of the thing that's been annoying me lately. Like the fake feminism is like I just feel like I've seen these like I mean, first of all, I am a feminist. Right. It's very important to me. I've been for a long time, but um, I uh, I hate these fake feminist takes, and I feel like I've seen a lot of them with Klobuchar. Uh, it's like, uh, are we being too hard on Amy Klobuchar yeah. for abusing her staff? <laughs> Right. Is it is it sexist to be mad that she right. throws things at people? Same thing with Katie Hill. Like, I mean, obviously, I think it's horrible that Katie Hill's ex husband like published her uh, pictures, yeah. and that's disgusting. But at the same time, like, I just saw all these people being like, you know, well, what's so bad about sleeping with someone? Who works for you? Yeah. And it's like, we, this is not the train we want to get on. Katie Hill was a congresswoman who was uh, ended up resigning because she had an affair with... A thruple. She a was thruple. A thruple. Um, which ordinarily I would support. I'm, I'm pro-thruple. I'm, pro I'm, just thruple, not pro, yeah. I'm just not pro-sleeping with employees. Yeah. That's true. I'm conflicted about it as a, as a girl boss. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I still think that... Maybe this is really terrible of me. But I was going to say, like, there's something more atypical and more, like, weirdly abusive about what the clubs did. Yes. But I shouldn't. I think you're there's something I need to check my own something because I should be more enraged about the Katie Hill thing because you shouldn't be sleeping with your um, subordinates. Yeah, I guess it's not. But I the revenge porn thing eclipses that. So no, yeah. the revenge porn thing. Think about it, but you're right. I was listening to one of your podcast episodes where you had like a little bit of, of a debate on this, and I was like, mm. I mean, it does. Like, I don't know. I, I can definitely understand feeling sympathy for Katie Hill, even to the point where you would come to her defense. But yeah. I guess I just feel like the the narrative that I've been uh, become really aware of over the course of this election, like there's just a certain type of feminism that's just about like. Uh, women being allowed to do the worst things and I do think that there's a place for that type of feminism but it just feels like it's so rarely <laughs> balanced out with like a discussion of things that will like help yeah. women more that's broadly that's not aspirational feminism exactly that's like, could be a sign of things shifting but yes. it's not really what we want to go for I don't know maybe we do maybe it's like all comb abuse all the time bam <laughs> I, I can't get over that thing I didn't yeah. realize that yeah wow. oh yeah no it's it's dark. Um, <laughs> I'm so fr- if I ever met her in person, I would uh, evaporate. I am so <laughs> I'm so physically afraid of her uh, every time I see her on screen. But did you know how many guys have like there's so, okay there's so many men with an Amy Klobuchar fantasy. Did you know this? I uh, Amy Klobuchar has raised she brags about oh, yeah. this seventeen thousand dollars of campaign money off of her ex boyfriends. Yeah. Maybe it was one really rich one who she threatened with a stapler yeah. or a comb. <laughs> I don't know, but those men, wherever they are. She goes like this a lot, too. She's yeah. like an Evita thing. She's like. She also, I, I had to like, uh, I had to impersonate her on a podcast, and I think I made her sound like she has Parkinson's, which I. That's, uh, the, uh, that's Collins. No, I, yeah, I know. Okay. But she also has like a She's weird. Gone, yeah. Klobuchar does have like a weird flat voice with a quiver that almost makes her endearing, but it's yeah, I know you not. Mean, She's very scary, She's and so I have nerdy. nightmares endearing, about yeah. her. Um, this is getting very sexist. I, I'm just joking. Yeah, no, my my sexism is only about Amy Klobuchar, I think. Um, but why isn't abuse like what's so weird is that she's so ex- like unhinged. Yeah, 
and yet her politics could not be more boring. I know. Like, why? If you're going to throw objects at people and, like, do engage in comal abuse, then you should, you should have, like, some interesting politics. You should be a revolutionary. Yeah. Really. Use all that Just comb. fucking light the Constitution yeah. on fire. That's what I say. All right. So, um, we have uh, some questions for you, Mohanan. Okay. So, um, you wanted to talk about foreign policy. Uh, what do you feel, like, the American public does not understand about foreign policy well it's not that they don't understand it's more i i, I you know i asked the, I, I was like oh let, let's let's talk about this and then i thought about it more i was like oh it's not that they don't understand most people do not even give a fuck about foreign policy or even read about it and i was like oh let me look at some stats and see like what are some of the stuff that people like read about and stuff and one of the things that I found like very fascinating that like only 37% of Americans know who the president of France, uh, the prime minister of France is, like his name. Charles de Gaulle. <laughs> Absolutely. And I was like, how can they not know that? Uh, so, and, and I feel like. It's Emmanuel Macron, by the way. Thank you. Uh, Mac- I, Macron. 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 Yeah. No one jumped here to correct us. Okay. Uh, because he's French. If he's always the uh, pre- uh, president of Italy, then uh, we might have gotten a oh, correct pronunciation from here. Yeah. Right. yeah, from our language I love, expert. I, I love uh, it. Do you want to say a little bit about your um, your personal experience and how you how you well, relate to this? So when I look at candidates now, I want to look at them based on like their policies, but also foreign policy matters so much to me. Because as, as a person, as I said, I lived in Libya for most of my life, and I was affected by that so much. So one of the things is like when people talk about like Obama and how great it, uh, he is, I just can't bring myself to agree because I'm like he in his policy in Libya was terrible and I had to uh, and I had to deal with that for like so long, uh, and and I think the reason people don't care about it is because people are like no we want to focus on like what's happening here, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't understand like what's happening outside affects you here as yeah. well. Because a lot of people think, like, for example, like, the refugee crisis just started, like, right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, why are these people coming to us here? Uh, what happened? And I'm like, well, 20 years ago. Yeah. You kind of Gather around, children. Yeah. yeah. So that's why they're here. And that's why when they're, like, people talk about, like, bombing Iran or, like, stuff like that. I'm like, well, 20 years from now, you'd be like, why are these people coming here? I'm like, yeah. well, remember 20 years ago? And you're like, yeah, let's uh, bring it. <laughs> I had to mute that phrase because so many people oh were like, God, bring really? it. I ran. I'm like, they're not going to bring anything. So shut up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so I remember someone tweeted was like, "I live in New York. I dare you to bomb it." And I was like, oh my "No! God, don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you?" They're also, I guarantee you, that they've lived here for like a month. Exactly. Well, I lived here for four months, but still, I'm like, don't bomb it, please. No, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I but I mean, they're here. claiming the cred. You're not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm like, don't You're like, give me don't some time to adjust that. before you do anything. Exactly. Yeah. Taking the been, sights. Like at least a year in or something. Statue of Liberty. Uh, I haven't yeah. even been to the sex museum yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a, a like a. I don't know. I personally think that like uh, people. People are very confused about foreign policy, and Absolutely. that is like that's the area where I feel like the media uh, has the most permission to just have Why? full up, pro- full on propaganda pro- because no one actually really understands Absolutely. it, so they can't push Absolutely. back. Absolutely, No, because like I, I watched, like I watched the news when I, when I lived in Libya, and they talk about what was happening there, and sometimes like it's the neighborhood I'm living in, and I'm like, none of this is true. Like, can you give us an example of like something that was on the news versus what was going on? 
they were like so something was uh, on I remember was on Al Jazeera English and uh, heard of it yeah and they were talking about uh, like like some serious bombing that is going in like a specific neighborhood and they were like it is gone now and I was like oh that's where we live uh, <laughs> I would have noticed it uh, but uh, nothing is happening and obviously like everyone because like people would do that because like they want to blame like like let, let's say like Russia did it or like Iran did it. okay this is an excuse for us to go bomb them even though it didn't really happen or like uh, 200 people died and it's like maybe less than that when it comes to like uh, when they were reporting about like how uh, like Iran bombed something in Iraq and 20 American troops or something died and then it turns out it didn't happen and someone said, oh, only Iraqis died and we're like, oh, thank God. Uh, yeah. Uh, so these kind of stuff and and I feel like a lot of people like want immediate results with foreign policy as well because like we'll do what benefit us like right now but on the long run we don't really care about that and we don't care what's uh, what's going to happen and i and i think like most like people who are congress and stuff are like are happy about that you don't want people to to get like really engaged like when it comes to foreign policy because like most of the candidates right now they don't even like it, it's not clear what their foreign policy is uh it's mostly about like okay what's the benefit what is the benefit of the U.S.? We're not really talking about these other people because they're not really people. Like we haven't seen them, and it's it's fine if we don't talk about them or, and it just reflects on the public because like a lot of people don't think of people who are like, especially like in Middle Eastern countries or like countries in Africa and stuff. You don't see them as 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 people. Uh, so. Which is because of the lack of like foreign policy and how it really affects these people. It's mostly about how it affects us or how it affects the troops uh, who live there, and and and, and then it sucks because like someone like me who comes and moves here, and then I hear what people talking about and stuff. And I'm like, oh, to them, I am not a person. I am now because they see my face and they know me. But if I was when I was there, I. I could have died and no one knew who I was. I would be just like a, a number or something. Yeah, yeah like collateral damage. Right? Yeah, exactly. there's yeah. been there's been this media like this kind of uh, feminist talking point throughout this primary cycle, which has really bothered me. Um, which has been, uh, you know, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders are basically equivalent, except for foreign policy. And I just I don't know. It makes my skin crawl to like have like except for foreign policy is like a a thing. Like it's just a side note, something that potentially affects like millions of people's lives. It's like a very uh, limited Absolutely. way of Absolutely. thinking about feminism. Also, we don't like we, we like. I feel like caring about foreign policy is also caring about like the people who vote for you. Like, yeah. Because you have voters who have families out there that they care about, and if you 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 don't care about them, they're not you're not gonna get, get their votes. It's just it's it's as simple as that. It's also one of the areas where, like, the president has the most power in foreign policy. Like, if you don't want to start a war, you don't start a war. Yeah. So it should be probably a bigger part of the discussion. Exactly, uh, yeah. yeah. Right. And everyone was talking about, like, how they would start a war. And I'm like, I sh don't think we should be talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I like that some, even Katie Hill was like, why would you vote for someone to be commander-in-chief who says he opposes war? That was like her trying to dig at Bernie after one of the, uh, the last debate. And I was like, why are you, do you realize you're like doing, 
giving him free PR. <laughs> like, that was just, just a weird... Yeah, Katie Hill also was saying that we should... Um, that it's time to move on from the Iraq war and oh, that yeah. Joe Biden should not be, we shouldn't hold it against yeah. the people who voted for it, yeah, especially is, Joe Biden, because it was like, right. you know, more than 20 years ago or whatever. But it's just, I don't know. That's, you would think that that is so ironic. Cause, yeah. Uh, talk, like we shouldn't uh, hold like the Iraq war or, or think about it or whatever. This is like the same people who would like also not don't want to forget nine 11, which <laughs> the Iraq war resulted from. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, it's either like it's either we forget about both right. and we shouldn't, <laughs> right. or remember both equally because yeah. they both affected so always, many people. Always forget. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Katie, I realize that we've had this picture of you with your I math hat oh. up for like <laughs> yeah. thirty um, plus minutes. It's also minutes. a terrible picture of me. Like that's that's I'm, the part that I'm you know, really when you're I'm a really feminist. So, this is yeah. I'm what sorry. You the most. I didn't I didn't think it was a I didn't. No, think it's it was, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. All right. So one more question for you, Mohanad. So. What do you see as kind of the the main conversation or conversations that uh, the the exist about um, immigration? You know, like what whatever is like the mainstream conversation about immigration, yeah. and what do you feel like that conversation misses? Well, I think what it misses is like to make my point again, just like humanizing people, because like you have two sides. You have like either the side where it's like immigrants are the worst people ever and we shouldn't allow them here. They will ruin everything. And then you have the other side who like the extreme opposite. I'm like, no, these people are perfect and they are the best and they can't do anything wrong. And most of these sides you can't relate to as a person because like there are so much pressure on you to be perfect and you're like i just want to be can i and, and we talk a lot like a lot of people like even especially like people like like on the liberal side who have good intentions mm. they would talk about immigrants be, based on their economical value this is how much money they're bringing us this is how much they do so yeah. most of them are doctors most of them are engineers i'm like i am like i want you to respect them and want them to live yeah, even if they them. are pieces of shit like <laughs> and it like I, I don't have to be perfect for for you to be like oh you shouldn't you shouldn't suffer and die because right. then it's charity instead of justice exactly which is not absolutely what we want absolutely for, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and there's just like this like always like immigrants like they always on both sides this exists uh, but and, like people just ask it in different ways where you're supposed to be like grateful all the time and uh, you're just so happy to be and you're weak and we have to help you you can't live without our help and our charity I'm like no it's just I mean, I I just want to live like a, like a person, and I mean, if the word grateful is just so weird to me, because I'm like grateful for what? Like it's like if if you if you live here, like you pay taxes and you have a job for like for the most for most people, uh, and you make your own money. What do you want? Like what like what is it that you're expecting me to do? Yeah. And you may uh, have, the person may have fled because of like U.S. bombing or exactly. economic policies. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And you're not supposed to complain about anything here. And I'm like, there is nothing more American about other more than bitching and complaining. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just I trying agree. to uh, blend in yeah. by bitching about everything. Yeah. Well, you're in the right place, we my did friend. A, we did an episode of the show a while back with my friend Johan Miranda, and he's a comedian that's an immigrant. He was just saying like how alienated he feels from like the narrative that like immigrants are so hardworking and stuff. He's just like, <laughs> I love to sleep in. Uh, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my computer keeps doing this. I'm so sorry. The math uh, hat. Um, I'm sorry. The math hat once again. Uh, 
Okay, I think I think we should we should move along uh, to worst takes of the week. That's what we talk about a lot on the show. Um, people who say dumb stuff, and then but the fun part is that we say dumb stuff too. Yeah. So it's uh, we're all equal. It can't um, be our like meta reply guy. No, um, no, we are also. Uh, doing dumb takes okay this is the first one uh the human rights campaign dragged uh bernie sanders for accepting the endorsement of joe rogan um uh, but also a few years ago they called raytheon the best place to work <laughs> raytheon is a weapons manufacturer um yes fun fact um a perfect literal slay queen <laughs> a perfect 100 score on the human rights campaign's corporate equality index Oh boy. Um, so that was a bad one. That's an amazing um, position, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, they, the photo choices that the Hill makes are always so much. Um, I like the political <laughs> treatment, though, where he is standing in front of a tree of bills <laughs> and has a house coming out of his head and two houses in each arm. I love that. I personally think that's good. Um, okay, next up, uh, you know, we hate to see it. Uh, Hillary Clinton, bad, bad take. Nobody uh, about Bernie Sanders. Nobody likes him. Nobody wants to work with him. It's all just baloney. And I feel so bad that people get sucked into it. Um, hi, yeah, yeah, Hillary. Uh, I actually, if I think, if I think, if I could ban I was one topic that, I was and one person too. from from Twitter, it would be it would be the same. They would yeah. both be Hillary Clinton. Mm. I do not like what Hillary Clinton says, but I also hate her as a topic because it's just it's always this it's always this thing where it's like it goes from like yeah you know Hillary Clinton is uh, neoliberal like yeah you know uh, Hillary Clinton uh, was is corrupt and I'm like sure and they're like Hillary Clinton's a dumb bitch and I'm like wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, because <laughs> she's smart. That's no, I know. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But no, 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 I know. I know. That's, that's, that's why she's so powerful. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Like get your also like if you're get your stereotypes right. Like, yeah. Like them. She's not dumb. So yeah. If yeah. Gonna, exactly. If you're going to be problematic, at least do it in a way that like sticks. Yeah. yeah. Really. It, yeah. Stick. The but landing. don't be problematic. But anyway. the Hillary discourse, it just it you know it just has a way of making me sick. I just <laughs> look. I just. You know, I, I, I came, I came to the left uh, later in life. I voted for Hillary in the primary in twenty sixteen. Okay, it's a safe space. It's a safe space. Uh, I just feel that ever since the election, she emerges every six months and says something designed to make people. <laughs> To just be a straight-up villain. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder if she's trying to make the other non-Bernie candidates look better. I don't know. Because it's like, well, they're not Hillary. Yeah. So I really think she's yeah. just so detached that there's no goal. It's just like, she just... It's I, her I therapy. Once you've been, once just you've been, rich, for, once you've been yeah. rich for too long, I think it just... Like, has See, anybody... that's, that's, what, that's what's weird to me. If I was that right. rich... I would just go be rich somewhere. It's amazing. Like people, these people do not know how to use money. She just wanted to be. She wanted to be the president so like, bad. Like seriously, I got a bonus at work, and I haven't tweeted for like two weeks. I was like, <laughs> should I travel the world? Like, what do I do now? This is amazing. It's like. It's like how Jerry Seinfeld bought Billy Joel's house. Oh, I didn't know that. Knocked it down and built the exact same house. Whoa. Um, That's a real uh, I don't know if move. you've seen his stand-up in the last 10 years, but it just seems like he's going to the grocery store being like, what do normal people talk about? Like, he talks about frozen food. I don't know. Um, I Jerry Seinfeld has been worth three quarters of a billion dollars for the last, like, 30 years, and it... 
I, he will be the first to die in the revolution. Yeah. <laughs> he dated a high school student when he, he sure was in his did. 30s. He did. Yeah. He literally dropped her off at high school and he was like 40. But Well, he could have encouraged her to be truant, so it's actually <laughs> yeah. kind of nice. So, honestly... And then you so, would have gotten in trouble with, you know who? With Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. <laughs> yeah. I guess this is a roundabout way of saying we stand Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, uh, the, the worst take of the week, we hate to see it, was from uh, Bernie Sanders himself. Uh, he said that it's absolutely not my view that Joe is corrupt in any way about Joe Biden. <laughs> Bernie. Yeah. Bernie, baby, was, baby Bernie was trying to be nice, but this is, you know, this is a bad take. We, we expect more from... From this is in response it's triggering. I can't I, even look at it. <laughs> yeah. This is in response to um, Zephyr Teachout, who uh, ran for ran against Governor Cuomo before yeah. Cynthia Nixon wrote like an op-ed about how Joe Biden is corrupt. And she's which, like a very smart person when it comes to corruption. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's uh, but yeah, there was no need to walk this back. But, you know, Bernie's just. He's too much of a mensch. <laughs> he's, so, he's so sweet. And I think that him and Joe Biden are friends. I think they are. Yeah. Which Did like. Okay. Did you see when they came out of the debate, the debate where um, he was not believed, Sanders, and we can talk about that, but um, when Joe Biden, in like his amazing, most Joe Biden way, came out on stage, was like, you better back off on Iran. <laughs> like, no one talked about it, but it was like, punch, it was like he like hugged Bernie or like punched him in the arm, but it was such a Biden moment where it's like, he's kind of like lovable, but also defending his war record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of endearing because he's like that inappropriate uncle who yeah. says... Joe's like also really had some incredible work. work yeah. Oh my God. Can we talk about that? We only talk about that for the ladies usually, yeah. but no, yeah. Joe, who is your doctor? I mean, his face does not move. He went straight to LA to get that shit done. Yeah. I know. There's absolutely. No he also has stuff. like an a bleeding insane, eye. Yeah. And an insane spray tan every oh, time. Yeah. yeah it's, it's amazing. He, I think, I think that he and Giuliani have the same dentures guy. Truly the same teeth. I don't know. And maybe we, tanning guy, because Giuliani yeah. always has a nice... Man. Maybe that's natural. No offense to the Italians. Uh. <laughs> Giuliani just seems like he, wherever he goes, he's just sort of appeared. Like mm. he... <laughs> I don't know. He seems like a, a curse. A, spe- a spell yeah. from a from a woman who's been wronged. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um... So every week on our show, we have uh, a reply guy of the week. Uh, uh, reply guy is gender neutral, by the way. Anyone can be a reply guy. Um, who are some of our faves? Ben Shapiro has made Ben Shapiro is a perennial reply guy. We, we do have Nira, Megan McCain. Uh, oh, Megan McCain. Yeah. Oh, um, incredible. We've had uh, I love Megan McCain the personification really of white woman tears. Yes. Um, white woman standing for Jews. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Which I really appreciate. I think if yeah. she doesn't say my father every yeah. 30 <laughs> seconds, she my dies. Father. She's my like, father. The best was when she was like, I'm not Jewish. Um, in case you didn't know, I'm not Jewish, but Joe Lieberman and Hadassah Lieberman are like my family. <laughs> yeah. Also, she searches her name on Twitter and blocks people if they talk uh, anything oh, about it. You don't yeah. even have to tag her, which is amazing. She has a lot of wow. free time. That's so funny. Yeah, that's what happens when you work on The View. You don't need to do research. <laughs> you don't need to do anything. You're free most of the time. Seth Rogen did that to me. I'm like, don't you have bigger fish to fry, my man? I don't know. It's. I just realized she kind of has like, she takes her father's like military aggression, but applies it to The View. <laughs> Like, it is extremely... And that was not a good impersonation. I wasn't trying to. It just came into my head, despite how planned that seemed. But yeah, she really is... uh, 
the whole view. I, they should be canceled. The, yeah. we should, the, Let's the, take the over. View. Let's be the, the view. Yes. The view is... is the view, a, a if very, it was the four of us, the, the view... The viewership would drop precipitously, but ultimately would it would be better for the world. Totally... Well, guess what? My father is also John McCain. Uh, <laughs> it is very awkward that I'm hosting this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, should we do the reply guy of the week? We should. Uh, <sighs> I mean, it's, he's really a perennial favorite, but he's been he's been a reply guy of the week before. Uh, it's Brett Stevens uh, race, yeah, once science. again. Um, and this is kind of the Brett bug. we Brett chose bug. this one because uh, this is there's something that's been going on yeah. for the past three four years, which is the never Trump Republican, uh, and these people have gotten so much attention uh, in the New York Times on MSNBC. The idea of a Republican who opposes Trump, and there's been so much of the discourse that has kind of like been about what we need to do to cater to this yeah. what i don't know one two percent of people and so it's it's pretty fucking funny that at the end of this he's like yeah I'm, i might vote for trump probably <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The of course they're going to i know it's really amazing that like and when you're talking about foreign policy the fact that we're supposed to watch and i kind of forgot this part about why i detest msnbc like they probably shouldn't have war criminals on as correspondents and as like but then paid. who would who do would, it i know it's all these people <laughs> who are in the bush administration all these people who like coordinate the iraq war you've david from bill crystal um so yeah, it's interesting to see these things. And I'm I'm just also incredibly tired of the argument that people think they're being smart, I think, when they make it, that, like, Sanders and Trump are, like, the two sides of the same coin, which is, like, yeah, they one of them is president and the other one could beat him and become president. <laughs> yeah, like, and I get what they're referring to, the fact that they speak to... Uh, there's an overlapping audience in terms of who they speak to, but, like, that's called electability. Like, you want the person who's saying... Like, they're both saying... They're both... One's fake and one's real. So Trump is like pretending to have empathy and saying, I feel your pain, blame Mexicans and Muslims. And then Sanders is like, I feel your pain, don't blame Mexicans and Muslims, blame the billionaires and millionaires yeah. and inequality. Or, and uh, <laughs> there's a big difference between those two things. And when people can't see that, I don't know if it's like denial or not really understanding how the world works. But it's... it's yeah. yeah, it's really weird. I mean, yeah, I think it's also like... Uh, 40 years of a certain kind of like media machine. They also had a uh, MSNBC also had um, Harvey Weinstein on to call Bernie Sanders yeah. sexist once. To be fair, this was, this was before he was outed. Yes. I mean, everyone knew it, but yeah. yeah. It wasn't, to be yeah. fair, he is an expert. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> he, has, he has misogyny darge. And also, I'm sorry, but like, we have to not, I'm going to say that it's anti Semitic to criticize Bernie for wagging his finger. Okay. I, I mean, I, I think a lot of the criticism of Bernie—it seems anti-Semitic. We do this. This is it's, our. This is our part of our heritage. I'm and a, it's, it seems like a lot of the way that people, like people, often get mad about how he talks and stuff, and it feels like that's anti-Semitic. Is that true? I mean, I'm one of those Jews who like asks my non-Jewish friends because I, if something's anti-Semitic, because I'm so afraid of calling something that's not anti-Semitic anti-Semitic because. People so often are like, that criticism of Israel is anti-Semitic. Yeah. But there are some times when, yeah, I think when Mimi Roko was like on MSNBC, she's like, he makes my skin crawl and I can't even identify a way. <laughs> she's from Chicago. And everyone's like, we can. Anyway, she's actually, she's, she's Jewish, but there's a whole other thing where there's like, I call them Park Avenue Jews. 
They're like very de-Jewified Jews who have a lot of like hatred for Jews who are who wear their working class Jewishness on their sleeves, as Amo Bernie does, as Saint Bernard does. So yeah, I'm a. I'm a goy. I don't know. Goy? <laughs> a what? Goy? I'm a goy. Oh, yeah. I you said, I'm an yeah. Italian. We're like in between. I love the way you keep making it like a separate genre. It's like black of uh, it's like black, white, uh, Italian, Latino, Asian, Pacific that, Islander. That's why Kate got, got so offended when I made a joke about <laughs> Italians not being white. No, Italians are white, but I think that the stereotype <laughs> of Italians is just that it's like the trashiest kind of white person. I like when the, when you guys talk about the Godfather like it's like birth of a nation or something. <laughs> <laughs> real, real pain. Yeah. Look, I saw. I'm just saying, like, if you're from an Italian family, you kiss some of your relatives on the mouth, and it's. I understand why people think what they do. You know. This is like, I like this. Just like it's a whole different like. No one, like no one in my like family has. Podcast expressed an emotion in 40 years uh i think you can probably all see that from me um my dad and i are still working some stuff out from when i was born i think uh but we'll revisit um all right so i feel like i'm sweating profusely up here by the way it is um a mistake to wear a sweater we have have a few minutes left is there anything that we didn't ask you about that you would like to talk about before we leave. I feel like no one asked me about my opinion on Italians. <laughs> As someone who... Have you been mistaken for Italian ever? I have. I have yeah, been I have. And I, I, Sir, did you also, mistake him for Italian? I, I do not... I, I personally, like, I do not like it when people make fun of Italians, and here's my reason. I'll tell you my reason. Because uh, between... Like, for 40 years, Libya was colonized by Italy. And when people make fun of Italians, oh, they call them stupid the and stuff. And I'm like... Don't say that, because that makes me feel bad. Because oh. what you're saying is like, oh, these people, like, because I'm like, you'd think someone who would, like, colonize someone for 40 years, like, has some kind of power or intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> and that would make me feel like we are even, like, dumber somehow. <laughs> I'm like, these people colonize you. For, how did they do that? I'm like, because I'm like, I don't know, man, because they're smart. Uh, stop saying that. But. I like Italians now. Uh, they're cool. Sounds like a little bit of yeah. a Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Most of we Libyans make a lot of like good Italian food. Oh, yeah, I've heard. And that. if you like take like 100,000 people and give us like some pizza, I, I'll forgive you. I like. Uh, <laughs> I like. See, if, that's if, a worldview. I can get. If Wiener Schnitzel were better, yeah. things would be so different. I, you can you can tell I want to be canceled so bad. Uh, I like how our uh, our like woke podcast just became a debate about the merits of one ethnicity. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just joking. Calling you know what? Bad. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, the merits of Italians is the discussion that you're not going to hear on any other yeah, podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did watch uh, The Irishman, a movie for my people. Um, did anyone else watch that? All right. So yeah. that's about the enthusiasm level that it deserves. Um, it was. Did you see it? I didn't. I, Mostly because I'm really offended by Italians playing Irish people. Yeah, There's, that's called Irish face, and I'm not here for it. Yeah, <laughs> it was three plus hours, and yeah. the two popes had more speaking roles for women <laughs> somehow. Oh, wow. But um, overall, a plus. Uh, Joe Pesci deserves an Oscar. A lot of straight men love this movie. That's, I figure one of them will force me to watch it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to hold out. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. 
well, we've come to the end of our show. Um, where can our listeners find you guys? Oh, Twitter, you can follow me there, please. Uh, I need followers, more of them. Uh, Especially yeah. since Horse Whisper. I know, he blocked <laughs> me, and I don't know who's... He's, he uh, hasn't recovered That's since. because you were part of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> that so Bernie online abuse team. That is such. Oh God, Tat- <laughs> tattoo that on my heart. Yeah, it's so good. Now you can follow me on Twitter, Mohana Del Shiki. If you can spell it. If you can't, it's on the website uh, for the festival. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Please follow me and tell me your hot takes there. And Katie, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KT Halps, which is letter K, letter T, H A L P S, and the Katie Halper Show and uh, Useful Idiots. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you very thank much. You guys so much. Thank you so much for coming. Um, really appreciate it. And you can find us, uh, obviously, on Twitter. We This is the first time we've been outside in months. and uh, uh, I'm going to post till Bernie wins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but thank you guys very much, and we'll, we hope to meet you after the show. Thanks, Thanks. so much. Thank you so much for listening to Reply, guys. If you like the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find us. Uh, The show is hosted by Kate Willett and me, Julia Clare. Our producer is Genevieve Garrity. Our theme song was performed by Emily Fremgen, who wrote the song with Kate Willett. Our artwork is by Adrian Lobel. If you want to find us on Twitter, we're at Kate Willett with two L's and two T's. And I'm at OJuliaTweets, O-H julia tweets and twitter is where you can also find our reply guys they are always with us bernie take us out as i went walking that ribbon of highway i saw above me that endless skyway I saw below me that golden valley. This land was made for you and me. This land is your land. This land is mine.